0: Hello friends, welcome to Beyond the News. It's the 24th of June 2022. Coming up on today's show, Texas says Biden is an illegitimately voted for president. I'm trying to find the words, it's not something we often hear or, or say. I'm going to have a look at Matt Yulatisio talking about tyranny or listen to, to be more precise. We've got more from Noah harari He's going to be talking about his visions for your future and the family's future. Elon Musk's back with some more robotics. Prince Charles says he wants to, well, he'd be okay with us doing away with the monarchy. But today's overriding theme is we're going from a phase of what's going on to why. We've seen uh, in Britain here during the week a lot of talk about the unions and it's finally starting to hit home because they were able to get out in front of it, what was going on? So, the labour, the union people were, say, almost said labour because they used to represent the unions, didn't they? The we're going to be looking at some of that later. Actually, the Labour front benches <laughs> likely to be disciplined for joining rail pickets. But we're getting to the point where those kinds of people know what the playbook is. It's always the same. It's divide and conquer. So you can get them both bickering amongst themselves and you can each point and side has like one really decent point that could probably, it's like communism versus capitalism. They're all much to do with life. There's pros and cons of everything. So what they do is they focus on the really, really bad thing that is legitimate and the really, really good thing that is legitimate. And then they spin the middle stuff in between to their favor. And because it's quite obvious what happens on the unions, right, okay. Um, we're going to, you know, they're going to say you're going to say it's all about the money. And that's not what it's about. It's all about safety and things like that. But we're getting to the point now where the people of Britain, at least, are starting to cotton on and go, this isn't about the money, is it? This this is about like safety rights for us and workers. You know, this is about the more the workers ringing the alarm bells. And sure, they're ringing the alarm bells for themselves in their own pockets as much as the rest of us, but still for the rest of us and because it was the union people were getting wise to these tactics now and also in order to get wise to tactics you must first sort of understand that wow the media is not your friend unless it wants to be your friend and the label the I keep saying that the media people will twist the truth to fit the agenda the people holding the power at the top of that media organisation want. It's not about individual journalists or papers like that. It's about a corporate conglomeration that looks after corporate interests and therefore political interests as well. And corporate interests are at loggerheads often to the union interests and to the working class people interests. And you've got to the point where the normal rules of capitalism, i.e. Your, you know if you do a bad job your competitor can do a good job and therefore everyone will move to them we're starting to see the flaws in that because all the energy prices all the energy companies in britain all put up their prices together for example they've all got record profits and they all did it, it you know it's um what do they call it like opec you know cartel that's the word i'm looking for obviously uh, not implying anything illegal there but that's where the government comes in you know for the star wars episode one phase i will make it legal so it's a combination of that and mussolini defined that as when the corporations and the governments work together against the interests of the people he defined it as fascism and so we're starting to get the world over at least a sense from what i can see here in britain of people going Well, hang on, it's not about the rising costs, but the media keep saying Putin, 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 this, that, the other, Brexit, 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 all this kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, they're making record profits and they were cheaper in the past, and our prices were cheaper in the past. It's quite an obvious one that. So, why does the media keep blaming something else? And there's that, you know, in Roadrunner where, was it Wiley Coyote goes over the cliff? And he's there and he's paddling in midair his little legs are going for quite a while and he sort of looks at the we know where the camera would be but there's obviously a cartoon and it looks at the looks at the viewer and then his eyes suddenly cotton on oh oh no <laughs> and then he falls so for the public we're often at the phase of they're they're in midair and they're just figuring out i'm 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 in midair hang, hang about this is record prices and record profits and they did all pull them up in union and the media is telling me that it's for another reason than my own common sense tells me that it is because I can see the historical chart um, and all this money printing does lead to inflation and the banker bonuses are up but we have austerity it's that process of uh, this thing Things aren't going to get better with the voting system because we keep seeming to get the same sort of people in. They may say this, that, and the other, but they keep doing the same things. And the public are cottoning on to that. I think it's not just Britain, but all over the world. And they're cottoning on to the ideas and they're starting to see patterns. And even if you're not a conspiracy theorist, you can still see patterns of, well, hang on all these energy companies spend money on advertising. So is the news really the news or is it the news as the people that pay for the advertising in between the news want you to hear the news? So we're going from there's there's going to be a process over the next couple of years of that's going on. They wouldn't allow that. They did do that. And a good example of that would be the Johnson and Johnson baby powder stuff you know, people, I've seen it before, oh, you're baby powder conspiracies, and they're saying that after the court judgment. You know, it's not a conspiracy theory anymore. It hadn't been, you know, for years, and they, you know, it's an official court document. Yeah, they did it, and there are people going, you're a conspiracy theorist. What more do you want than a judge going, we did it, and the defendant's going, yeah, we did it, and the prosecutor's going, right, we need to talk about compensation, and the defendant's going, okay, we'll pay that. There isn't a part of that that's a conspiracy theory anymore, but they still, a lot of people are in the mindset because they hadn't heard of it. That would never happen. You would never allow Johnson & Johnson to give babies cancer. And then there's certainly, the, the moment there's even a hint of it, it should be recalled. And then you see all the intern. well, you can listen to this podcast. Well, well, I don't know, when did I cover it now? A year ago, maybe? Where it was just, yeah, they did it and they kept doing it. And no one went to jail about it. They just paid a load of money. Kids were cancer dying. I did the analogy, didn't I? Quite an unpleasant one. So. There's that phase and you send them a link or they see the link on Facebook and the thread just goes dead or they respond with an, another conspiracy theory, which they think they can prove, you know, it's just that, that's the default mechanism when when Wiley Coyote goes, there's no ground underneath me, is there? What he does is moves to other ground or just their fall is in silent and you never see it or hear from them again in cyberspace one of those two things tends to happen well the world's going to go through I believe a collective wily coyote moment as it digests what and then they move from incompetence to conspiracy and what I mean by that is there's um there's a phrase where, Uh, It's by Mark Twain and it's doing around on social media. I saw it today on someone's post and it says if voting changed anything, they'd make it illegal. And it gets loads of likes, loads of likes by people who I would consider non-conspiracy types. So you like it, you think that it's a true statement. Uh, Good, I concur with you to the, the large part of it. I think, you know, massive people power can do things from time to time. But generally, as a general rule, yeah, I... I agree with Mark Twain's statement. So why do you have such a, someone who believes that? Why would you have such a problem in someone sitting down to you and explaining Here's now that you know that it does happen? Why don't we talk about how? Why? Yeah, because you obviously think that it can't be a coincidence every single time that if you believe that statement, if voting changed anything, they make it illegal. You can't believe in that statement and not believe there is anything other than a conspiracy at work if you were to believe it for more than one election. If it was just for one election cycle, then you've got a tyrant, a fascist, a Hitler type, blah, blah, blah. But there's two things going on here. One, it happens more than once and twice it happens worldwide. For those of you who believe that statement, but do not believe in conspiracies. Ask yourself why. Now that could be because the only access to conspiracy types you've ever had is a bloke down the pub who's off his nut. Absolutely off his rocker. I've met them. That could be a reason. And that's why I do this show. So that we sit in a very reasonable, calm state of mind and go, there is a conspiracy going on that mark twain statement when's mark twain a hundred years old i'm not good with history not american (laughs) history (laughs) i'm alright with certain other types but you get where i'm going with that and that's where we're at now there's a lot of people here's another example for it there's a lot of people now do you believe that government and politicians and corporations Wash each other's hands, rub each other's backs, do each other's favours. Would there be anyone really of sane mind that went no? Okay, so where does it end? Most people think it ends with greed. Now, there's going to be a point where people are going to think, well, there's standard greed and then there's, you know, there's, (laughs) how can I make the difference? There's accumulative greed, which is, you want as much wealth as you can get and then there's destructive greed which is well it's not so much about how much money i have i just don't want anyone else to have anything i don't want them to be a threat to me or ever i'm going to kick them down and pull the ladder up and there will come a point as people do the wily coyotes over the next couple of years of going wow this this greed can't continue This is going to cause a riot. Oh, it has. And. What they haven't brought in any laws to curb the prices, they've just brought in laws to curb the protests and. All the people doing the lawmaking are friends with the government and the lobbyists and all that kind of stuff, there's going to be a wily coyote moment when they realize this is. This is proper fascism, isn't it? This isn't like a flash in the pan, this isn't Boris Johnson giving money to his mates, which, of course, you know, we've covered the dodgy contracts, that happens. But what they're going to realise is they're just visiting the tip of the iceberg and the whole iceberg underneath is very unpleasant and will have some very unpleasant effects for all humanity, including them and their families. Now, this process is going to take between about two to five years, but I do think that it's going to happen. And I really thought that Mark Twain quote was a really good example of okay, you believe that quote, but you don't believe anyone telling you how it's done. If voting was made a difference, they'd make it illegal. Right. Who's they? How do they do it? Where do they meet? Who are their minions? How do they manipulate people to go along with it? That's where you lose them. And over the next two to five years, I think you'll be losing them less as people start to go from the what, first they're going to have to grab the what and to grasp it, it needs to go from this isn't normal greed to of accumulative greed. This is extermination of everyone else's wealth greed. They're going to have to get their heads around that. Then they go, that's stage one with the what, then the why. But you can start reaching out to the more open minded people now. And perhaps use that as an example. Perhaps if there's anyone that believes in that Mark Twain quote, you catch them saying it or anything like that, ask him how do you think it's done? It, you know, obviously a conspiracy type will tell you how it's done. A regular listener of this show will tell you how it's done. Or at least be put on to other podcasts. I'm very much the entry level, the, the doorway to the rabbit hole. I don't really go down the rabbit hole. I'm just here to tell you that there is one oh here's uh here's a good place to start on the rabbit hole this is uh noah hawari i do like hearing this man uh, tell us of his plans for us in the future um this is uh how you to control people's minds and get them to do what you want Noah Hawari of course good uh, good powers of klaus schwab you will learn nothing and be happy and that's what this really is the great reset if I was to sum it up, for me it's the big coming out party for what's already here and stamping it down as legal and normal. Let me explain. So governments were first originally created, you know, or at least supposed to be created in democracies around the world, to serve the people and keep the democratic process going. Over the years they have gone from servants to masters and now The Great Reset for me is all about, right, that's the norm. I know that we were supposed to be your servants, but I think it really is best that we're your masters now because we know best. And The Great Reset for me is all about bringing in the bureaucracy that does that. Yes, well, we did have that law back when we were your servants, but now we're your masters. You no longer have the protection of that law, but it's for your own good. And yes, it makes me far richer and uh, benefits me in many ways and it doesn't benefit you but it is for the best and if you don't believe me here's 10 media people i've paid their wages for and they're all going to explain to you why it's in your best interest for me that's what the great reset is it is hey people politicians and governments were your servants now the masters and we're just going to put that in writing and um put all the you know laws down and uh burn anything in the way really so for me i think that's the theme of the show really here today was um you know we've this only really ends when enough people go from figuring out what's going on to why it's going on and then you get a nice all you need the people is to get the what's but you need a few people with the why's because the more people you have with the whys, the more people understand the what's (laughs) so if you've lost me, sorry. about. If, if I've lost you, I do apologise. I'll follow you on that. But try and explain that. I think you get what I mean. The more people who know what's going on with quite an advanced level of the why, the more people you can wake up to the what. And I think all we need is loads of people to understand the what. Understand that it's a, on energy cartels and we're being put into a great reset where we have no political rights and uh, all our financial freedoms. You know, finance is destroyed, freedom is destroyed. That's enough. And you just need to get the crucial bit of the media will lie. Certain mainstream media will lie to you to get you into that state to think it's okay. That's all we really need. We don't need to go, well, these people are this, that and the other. It's helpful. But all we need to people is to go, that's going on. I don't want that. Stop it. And they need enough of the knowledge of why to be able to go about stopping it the right way so they won't get um, pulled into a controlled opposition narrative and by that I mean someone will come along who's part of the club and go hey I hate all these people too. join with me and suddenly all the people that you'd um, you know mistrusted over the years well I'm with you now and I'm gonna give you loads of funding to do it get this person in power to stop it they get in power to stop it I've had some problems I'm afraid oh my hands were a little bit tied oh sorry about that oh i'm busy at the moment oh what that i will get round to that next week so um you've just got to be careful of that as the song from the who says we won't get fooled again but well, we probably will for quite some time but there'll come a point when we won't anyway let's listen to noah hawari or well, not as the case may be no, that was very, very helpful. I just love it when I go to all the trouble of queuing things up correctly and uh, the button presses just just doesn't want to do it. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to queue this up. Hold a second. let Let's Listen to you know, let's just listen to his words of wisdom.
1: The easiest way to grab people's attention is to make them frightened. This is how we are built really as animals. So if you want to distract the, the public from issues like government corruption or like deteriorating healthcare system or deteriorating education system, the best thing is to find an external enemy that threatens the survival of the nation and immediately that gets all the attention.
0: So there he was explaining it, you know. Want them to get what you want them to do scare them first essentially that clip was uh, played from um, a channel which is anything but mainstream news um, so i won't put the link there because that's my promise to you um mainstream news from around the world and across the political spectrum but um it's interesting that i don't find clips like that on mainstream news of him staying that sort of stuff you know so let's move on now. Labour benchers likely to be disciplined for joining rail pickets. Wasn't I mean, I'm not an expert on Labour history, but wasn't Labour founded off the back of the unions? Wasn't that the whole sort of point of it? At least five MPs defy Keir Starmer's orders and tweet pictures of themselves with RMT strikers. Yep, yeah, I get a feeling those people are going to get reelected by the people and their parties are going to make certain they never get any power if Labour ever gets any again. And that's how it works. More and more, that divide comes, and we'll look at that more in like that that reality divide. You know where it's right. Our it, it's all about really that that subversion that like that KGV played last week. We're Labour. We're going to set set up for you. Um, we're going to stand up for your rights and like that. And over the years, we'll just get infiltrated to the point where loads of people go. Oh, this whole union thing. I, do you know what? I don't really think that's in your interests now. But I am still the head of the Labour Party, yes, absolutely. And then it moves on to, well, you can't be with those union types, and it moves on to, we'll discipline you if you stand by them. Yes, that was exactly what the Labour Party was created for and about. And that's what all our Labour Party members, you know, are pro-union people. What? You're standing with the grassroots of the party? No, 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 no. Stand with the top of the party. And it's that big disconnect between the top of the party and the grassroots and that is again fitting into the overriding theme of this show that very different um that very different mindset so keir Starmer is expected to discipline at least five labor frontbenchers who defied his orders there you go exactly what i was talking about the great reset you know the the whole point of uh, the you know i'm not saying that um, a leader shouldn't be a leader, but the leader is there to represent a collection of elected MPs who voice their constituents' retur- uh, concerns. But one guy at the top, top-down management, I will give the order, no, doesn't matter how many of you. you know. And that's where the, the disconnect's going to be. And it's that wily coyote moment in this particular case of there'll be a moment in the Labour... Well, they'll go to the uh, election polls and they'll be going, well, we don't really need to have any trade union people or anything like that. Uh, There's enough people out there that hate the Tories and we'll just get that vote. We'll get the hate the Tories vote, doesn't matter who we are. We'll get the hate the Tories but don't want to vote for everyone else because they think it's a wasted vote vote and that's it. And they'll come and maybe they'll still get some good seats like that. But there will come a time when either the Labour is taken back to its grassroots, which is what Trump did to the Republican Party. And again, I'm neutral on Trump. I still think he's controlled opposition, but he at least played to the base and got the base, he he energised that base. You think Keir Starmer energises the Labour base? No, I doubt it. And there'll come a point when they re- wow, well, we're being absolutely decimated and follow that situation through where do all those people go to they're definitely not going to go to the Tories they might go to the Liberals but they might feel exactly the same way and they won't remember that they won't forget that Nick Clegg coalition it makes sense for a new party to be formed at some point so if the main parties continue to go against their grassroots and the Conservatives is all about it should really be about You know, defending the Englishman's home is his castle and all such things. Which, not going to happen, is it? You know, the Englishman's home's castle, well that home's going to be devalued with inflation. The castle owners, kids aren't going to be able to uh, create any small businesses. They're going to have to work for the corporations. Get to the point where a lot of them feel that they don't, matter in their community anymore. A lot of I saw a study where millennials said, What's the point in working? We can't get on the housing ladder anyway, disenfranchised, disillusioned. There comes a point when someone comes along and goes, oh, Hey Castle owner, I'll give you back your dreams and you just gotta make certain that the person giving you that isn't a new controlled opposition. Off the Pied Piper away a natural movement down to a funnel to either discredit it, disunite it, cause problems with it. And so people can go back, oh no. Well, I did try that new party. It's just even worse than Keir Starmer. Might as well just be in Labour and continue to vote for the lesser of two evils. Hopefully Monday we can change it. There'll come a point where the norms of people going along to get along will be put to the limit when they're having trouble finding food or paying for just basic essentials and their logo, you know, the person who represents them either does one or two things. That's terrible, I'll change it. And then the next vote that could change it votes the exact opposite. Or they sit going, well, actually, I think you'll find you've got more money than you've ever had before. But but I'm starving. No, our facts and figures say you've got more money than you've ever had before. And it's just that denial of reality, you know, with Wile E. Coyote. No, there is firm ground underneath you no, no, no. Well, you're not falling now at the moment, are you? Well, there you go then. And then they fall. So that's what I see coming for the world's future. And um, world's largest cricket processing plant coming to London, Ontario. Aspire Farms processes crickets to all natural, sustainable superfood ingredients. Uh, Ali Lankeyon, CBC News. And go and have a look at the the people that great, bought you the COVID lockdowns. Bill Gates with his drills. Go and look what he's investing in. Food and what types of food he's getting invested in There. By the way, the date on that was July the 20th, 2020. Joe Lyce at stand-up joke invested by police after complaint. Comedian says he was asked to explain context of gag to investigating officers and he will keep it in his show. So... Um, I won't go into details because we've got quite a lot to get into it here but again it's the idea of we are the state we are your gods we will decide what is offensive and non-offensive no you don't have the right to make up for yourselves anymore and you have the right to free speech as long as we think it's okay it's all part of the great reset all about rather than the police going we're your servants here to you know and I understand that the person made a complaint so it could be jazzed up and they may just have a duty to do that but whether I don't know enough about the situation to comment on it but as a general overhaul theme of we are your masters not your servants and you, we used to be and we're flipping that on the head I thought that would come into uh today's theme of the show quite nicely and that was Wednesday the 22nd of June from the Guardian so again it's all about well free speech but only certain free speech obviously next one up now from the Express Horror warning is new disease that mutates children's brains discovered by UK scientists. Scientists at the University of Portsmouth have discovered a new genetic disease that can slow brain development in children, creating learning difficulties and a lower quality of life. Um, I've seen reports that various sort of high fructose corn syrup in baby formulas can have negative impacts on IQs, but I'm assuming that that's not what they're talking about as they say a genetic disease genetic disease which is so new that it has yet to be given a name causes some children's brains to develop abnormally the result is delayed intellectual development which can cause severe learning difficulties and can significantly affect a child's quality of life this is shown to be the case with the majority of patients with whom the disease has been identified in it is caused by a protein coding gene known as glutamate lonotropic receptor ampa type subunit one <laughs> uh, this helps to send electrical signals around the brain if the process is interrupted or hindered it can trigger a reduction in the brain's ability to retain information so very new eating the brain we shall see what could possibly be the cause of that is it new or has it been a while for a while and we've only just detected it recently and if it's new i wonder what caused it i wonder how long it's been around has it been around by a couple of years, by any chance? We shall see. I have no idea. Now is from The Guardian. Spread of free-range farming may raise risk of animal born pandemics study. If we can't dramatically cut meat consumption, then intensive factory farming may be comparatively less risky. The industrial farming of animals such as pigs, poultry and cattle to provide meat for hundreds of millions of people may reduce the risk of pandemics and the emergence of dangerous diseases diseases. already I smell BS because all you know the diseases and stuff that comes from all keeping them close together you know mixing in each other's feces and all that sort of stuff far more than you know non-intensive farming isn't it surely Despite reports from the UN and other bodies in the wake of COVID linking the intensive farming of livestock to the spread of zoonotic animal-born authors, the authors argue that non-intensive or low yield farms pose them more seriously. So this is what I'm talking about. Even, even on this one, the experts are going, no, it's the factory farming. Um, but there seems to be all these... You know what common sense says? Well, that's wrong. And the experts, they're wrong. We're right. Yeah. Yeah. It is argued increases the chances of spillover or dangerous viruses between animals and humans because it drives habitat loss, which displaces them disease-carrying wild animals such as bats and rodents and brings them into closer contact with farmed animals and humans. No sale here. That's my opinion on that one. I, Robot, eat your heart out. Elon Musk says Tesla's AI humanoid robot Optimus can walk at 5 miles per hour and deadlift 150 pounds. will be ready in three months wonderful oh i wonder how long it will take before they will government goes our police really don't want to crack the heads of the protesters anymore because our police are having to buy their fruit and veg from the same places as the uh, all the people they're protesting about and they're just as starving <sighs> how many robots can you get together right brilliant all right and do we need to program these with any you know parameters or anything like that you know to safeguard human life oh. We haven't got to that stage of development yet. They can crack someone's skull though if they're holding a sign up saying "I'm hungry." Absolutely, I'll take a hundred of them. The Tesla CEO and founder was speaking at the Qatar Economic Forum this week. He said a prototype of the robot will be shown off at Tesla's AI Day September 30th. Optimus will do jobs in factories, but will be friendly and make a good companion. <laughs> <laughs> long as they don't get nuts and just rip your spine out your body. Elon Musk's car company Tesla. Anyway you get the idea on that. Um, He will stand nearly six feet tall be able to walk at five miles per hour and deadlift 150 pounds. Let's just it's Daily Mail so you know the game I like to play there and it's so much easier now with the new mouse. Scroll down okay best rated worst rated let's have a look up 91 down 10 yeah elon musk and powerful ai robots coming soon to a job site near you yeah what could possibly go wrong yeah um yeah, i like that worst rated up six down 17 who actually cares hmm it's good it's good that that's bad right because it means people care excellent all right let's move on another one from the uh daily mail now um, this is uh, on something separate but just—it it is about planes I've been meaning to say it for a while. Do you remember I said if the vax had problems with blood it would probably affect those that fly the most because I've got no medical qualifications but I like to have a bit of common sense and so other stuff that affects blood, blood pressure and stuff like that is like flying you know you get deep brain you know you get all that stuff that women on the pill had problems with with the blood you get problems with your ears popping and things like that so I'm just going to be using common sense on that one and then back up with a little bit of actual analysis that says early days there was a lot of people in military in the um air force and other pilots that saying yeah we are having problems with this vax and I wasn't sort of seeing that so much with as many other jobs it was specifically the airline pilots. so if you add a load of fact you know that the airlines pushed heavy for everyone to get these jabs and it's gonna meaning that there's gonna be a lot of pilots that have had them and if it's gonna be effective you know pilots and I went to say a lot of pilots but I don't know I don't know what the percentage is because in you know if it says well it's affected 10,000 pilots you can go oh my god 10,000 pilots but if they go on to say out of 10 million it's a relatively low percentage isn't it however 10,000 you know you can't just go out and become a pilot 10,000 members of staff that took months years to train it's gonna be a problem so I just wanted to restate that prediction when I say this one Not that I don't think this is anything to do with what I've just said but could it be heading off at the pass? I'll explain what I mean. Spain crushes Ryanair cabin crew strike by making it illegal for most staff to walk out as Europe is gripped by airport chaos and some of misery caused by post-covid staff shortages. The first of six days of Ryanair strikes is largely unnoticed in Spain today the airline announced it was maintaining all flights despite industrial action. The government also protected between 36 and 82% of flights. Spain has cracked down on a Ryanair cabin crew strike by making it illegal. So, um, yeah, that's the next step down the line of the RMT strike, isn't it? Once the media has convinced all the people, yeah, well, those people are bad. You know what, now? we'll make it illegal for them. you yeah yeah they're the ones causing difficulties on the community yeah yeah the ones causing the traffic jams you don't want those traffic jams? no problem we'll take it all away we'll make those people yeah we'll make it illegal and spain of course um, had fascism for you know in the last century go and look at a bit of spanish history for that as well and um, certainly their Covid lockdowns were some of the harshest as well weren't they so stick up for your unions guys because if you don't you know despite the, the fact that they're not perfect and by the way you, you know I'm not trying to paint all light and love of unions for every good union leader there's a Jimmy Hoffer. rip off the pensions or other corrupt figures you know and they don't have to be attached to government. Hoffa was a mafia man. The airline raised unions but kept customers happy by announcing it was intended to maintain all its normal flights from Spain despite the industrial action. So where does that go? Uh syndicated workers union spokesman Esther Pyro admitted this morning that the strike was having little impact as she accused Ryanair of acting illegally by running its scheduled service. By the way as a libertarian Brexiteer, I am morally against what they're doing, saying strike making strike action legal, yep, that's full on fascism. But in terms of exerting their independence, this was why I was a leader. So if Spain wants to be a fascist tyrant, it shouldn't be beholden to not being a fascist tyrant by being part of the EU, which has their own brands of fascist tyranny go and ask the Catalonians so um, so I'm all about a live and let live kind of person but I've always said that a government should act at its own behest not the behest of big unions and that government should be responsible to the people so if this is what the Spanish people want I think it's a massive mistake but if this is what they want they should be able to get it now if the spanish people are there going don't make that illegal then this is obviously terrible as well but just as an just playing devil's advocate with myself throwing criticism to myself and that's what i got that that spain is acting on its own here and it's doing something bad in my opinion but it has the right to do something bad right then next one on here oh that's Daily Mail let's just have a little quick scroll down on this one because I don't know what to make of this where the Daily Mail people will be like that let's see Let's before okie-dokie right up 1160 down 332 UK should do it with rail workers train should be classed as protected services yep there's your Daily Mail that's why i'm not on the right but i find myself on the right more these days than the left mainly because the left's gone so far left so yeah i strongly disagree with that statement but you know that isn't that just the daily mail for you let's have a look at worse raid Give all the illegals crossing the channel rights to work while waiting for their cases. All these jobs will be covered. Yeah, there's another. There's another classic Daily Mail one for you. So again, people, th- that is my opinion. What most people, when you th- who don't read the Daily Mail, if you think to say to them, "What do you think most readers are like?" That's them. But there are also some wonderful people in the Daily Mail. Some wonderful journalists, and they cover some things. But uh, those comments are not my uh, alley right then next one from the express prince charles says it's okay to ditch monarchy in stunning commonwealth speech oh is it okay for us not to give you millions when we've got uh, over thousand? was it how many food banks in this country i don't know lots yeah i don't even want to well, let's just scroll down to see what he says but that's about the, one of the first time I've agreed with him Prince of Wales who is the future head of the Commonwealth said the process can happen calmly and without rancour, Charles made his comments during the opening ceremony of a calmly and without rancour just make certain I'm, that civil list keeps going eh? just keep bunging me that cash my view on that right then, this is a new one here but um, I'm going to go with it anyway so this is from rfi.f anyway it's from a site i don't recognize but it's sort of like local kind of stuff um afp in the netherlands thousands of tractor-driving farmers demonstrated in central netherlands on wednesday causing widespread traffic chaos as they protested against the government's far-reaching plans to cut nitrogen emissions so yeah all these emission things all that by all people all made up while they're flying left right and center on private jets by the way it's all about one that's what the great reset is one rule for that's another thing not just about making the uh, servants the masters but putting it official you know what there is one rule for us and one rule for you deal with it and do you know why that is because you let it be that way you did not get up off your knees, so you live there now. That's the great reset. In one of their largest ever demonstrations, the farmers demanded the scrapping of recently announced plans by Hague based government, which could see a 30% reduction in livestock. Oh, more things reducing livestock. That's just what we need with all the food shortages all around. It's almost as if they want there to be food shortages, isn't there? Strange that, isn't it? But I just, how. See, how obvious does the scam have to be when even the Dutch kick off? I mean, the Dutch are some of the most laid back people I've ever known. You know, hey, your house is on fire. Oh, it's okay. Oh, I'll see you to it tomorrow. You know, that's a terrible Dutch accent, <laughs> but you get the idea. They're so laid back and easygoing, the Dutch. So, for them to start behaving like the French interesting times and of course the Daily Mail readers make it illegal for them to be farmers! (laughs) Make it illegal for them to drive a tractor when they're not on their farms! Or at least the Daily Mail readers that commented earlier. There you go that was me doing exactly what I warned against and you know all that stereotyping and stuff or at least recognizing that more than just the stereotype exists. So I do know uh, about January the 6th, but this is a new article for me here. This is from MSN. Justice Department raids home of former DOJ official at centre of Jan 6 panels investigation. Federal investigators on Wednesday searched the Virginia home of Jeffrey Clark, the former Justice Department official who pushed the department at former President Trump's request to get involved in efforts to challenge the 2020 elections. So there we go. The guy who said, right, So Trump went, are you sure this is legal? The guy went, I'll go and have a look to see if it was legal. right, the people who he asked to go and see if it was illegal have raided him by the looks of it. So I think I can, without any more facts, I think you can get my initial thoughts on that. The US Attorney's Office can confirm that there was law enforcement activity in the lawton area yesterday said a spokesman for the u.s attorney's office in washington dc who declined to comment further on the search right so what what do fascists do the next thing right okay we're banning free speech and all that kind of stuff have, have we got away with that right okay next up let's do some chilling effects maybe we arrest one. Well, maybe we don't but let's you know let's put their door through let's go and have a look let's make that send the message even if we don't find anything wrong with this guy let's go and send the message to what happens to other people who want to go and protect democracy in the land of the free home of the brave anyway then again for all i know he could be someone that was uh, wanted in connection with loads of other stuff i don't know don't know enough about it but you know my initial thoughts and um I think it has something to do with this again it comes back to the wily Coyote analogy see if you can guess how it fits into this one Texas Republicans declare Biden's 2020 election win illegitimate at state convention where they also penned a resolution calling homosexuality an abnormal lifestyle choice okay so <laughs> I agree with the first bit and not the second bit. So um, I agree with there's cause for concern for the first bit. I would want to see a trial. Basically, that guy that got arrested for wanting to open up the investigation, I'm all in favour of the investigation because I've seen enough to think that it was. There is serious cause for concern. But uh, resolution calling it homosexuality and abnormal lifestyle choice, that isn't for me. I really don't care <laughs> about that sort of stuff but oh, it's just like you get you get. Uh, some good news oh dear you're still stuck in that paradigm you know hey there are people homosexuals love freedom too homosexuals love legitimate elections too maybe if you don't make enemies of them you can all team up and overturn an illegitimate le- election if that's what it was those are my views on it But it's all that divide and conquer strategy. It's, you know, I swear if we weren't there with all the divide and conquer stuff, we could all actually unite and agree on exactly what our corrupt politicians do and put all our little differences aside and go, right, (laughs) we're under siege. All our bills are going up, our money's going down. We can argue about this that and the other later let's all agree on a common point that we want to live and not starve shall we and then we can go argue the finer points of homosexuality after we've all got full bellies that's where um i am the texas cheer and i wouldn't you know hey jim we've won now do you want to have come and have that discussion and argument on homosexuality no i'm all right thanks (laughs) i'll leave you to it um i've got i've got nothing against gay people and um that's that If someone's nice to me i'm nice to them do you want to come and argue about gayness no (laughs) i'd rather be doing a hundred things that are enjoyable Uh, the texas gop voted to ratify a resolution that declared president joe biden was not legitimately elected highlights from the convention saw a rebuking of senator john cohen for engaging in gun reform talks and voting in favor of the repealing of the voting rights act Donald Trump comfortably won the state of Texas during the 2020 presidential election by more than 600,000 votes. In addition to declaring homosexuality to be abnormal, the party also voted against all efforts to validate transgender identity. See, I'd have to know what that statement actually meant in real life. What does it look like? Because um, I'm all in favour that they should call themselves whatever they want. But I'm not in favour of making it illegal for someone to not call them what they want to be called. They can call themselves that. But that's where I'm at on, on all that thing. And most of the trans people I know seem to be as well. You know, it's just like, yeah. Anyway, let's go on with the important bit. Republicans in Texas formally rejected President Joe Biden's election in 2020 as illegitimate and voted a statewide convention that wrapped up this weekend on a party platform. It goes back into the homosexuality again. Let's go. I just want to get the election stuff. I don't care about the gay stuff. So... The resolution said we believe that the 2020 election violated article one and two of the us us constitution that various secretaries of state illegally circumvented their state legislatures in conducting their elections in multiple ways including by allowing ballots to be received after november 3rd 2020. well there's a film called you know 2000 mules that breaks down how that was done Uh, it concluded we reject the certified results of the 2020 presidential election and we hold that acting president joseph robinette biden jr was not legitimately elected by the people of the united states so that's a big deal forget the gay stuff what that 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 is a big big deal now what will actually happen nothing but it's the wily coyote moment of they didn't just make a mistake it was ford and they did it delivery. That is what the Texas Republicans say. I'm not say I'm saying there needs to be an investigation for it. But as we saw from the previous article, look what happens to people who start that. So this is them their version of saying, hey, we know there's proper tyranny and this is really a big deal. And that's the Wiley coyote moment, because people are going to go, what's going to happen then? Nothing. But Wiley Coyote is now. That's the ground taken away from Wiley Coyote when all the media and everyone else goes. That's a conspiracy theorist, He won. Conspiracy theory. He won. Conspiracy theory. He won, and then just facts and reality kicks in. That's debunked, but it isn't. That's debunked, but it isn't. That's a conspiracy theory, but it isn't. This is what happens when it all crops up and the power of the people all get together and go, we know it was all BS. Yes, we do. Let's vote to say to the world that we know it's BS. And um, let's go and insult some gay people while we're at it. That, that seems to be what happened at that convention. And I'm shame about the gay thing. But the rest of it is that wily coyote moment because it's that moment where it's, hey, we don't believe you calling us conspiracy theorists and there's enough of us who you, you've we you called liars there's enough of us who have seen reality and you've called us mad that have bounded together and go hey we share this collective reality and our collective reality is what we believe to be the truth and we know that you're covering it up and we know that there are people looking into the people who are looking into it so what comes of that? I don't know. But that is a big, big moment for me, I think. And now let's go and um, go down to the, the Daily Mail and let's see the best weighted and worst weighted. OK. Up 360, down 232. We all know Biden is illegitimate. OK. Yep. By two thirds. That's, that's an interesting one. Two thirds in politics. Again, it's the Daily Mail, so you're going to not exactly going to be many Biden voters on there is there but you get the idea worst rated um we all know Trump won stop the steal up 71 down 109 that's interesting so again that's you know interesting stuff interesting stuff but again we're getting to the point where they're going it really happened and I I I must be more of a shock for people to go. Not only did it happen because they know politicians corrupt, but wow, the Justice Department didn't just not do anything about it. But, you know, they did plenty of other things against the people involved. And all the FBI involvement on January 6th as well. We played that in the hearings before where they said, can you rule out that you're involved and all that kind of stuff? We're getting to that moment. right let's um, have a now a little listen to uh, Matthew Letizier being interviewed by Rob Moore.
2: and turn the notification bell on. How do we stand up? I agree with you. I thought that the attempt to basically cancel Joe Rogan was outrageous. Yep. I thought the ultimatum given to Piers Morgan was pretty outrageous, especially who it came from and the value they're not providing. Like for example, I'm just going to say it. Meghan Markle got paid something like 30 million in advance to do a podcast. She's done one episode in two years. And then right into the um, ITV to ask the apology or removal of Piers Morgan. (laughs) (laughs) this doesn't make any sense to me. Um, And I do these videos and I get millions of views talking about standing up for other people's freedom of speech, because one day it'll be you. But a lot of people say on my videos, well, what do I do? They don't know what to do. Do not comply. That would be my advice. Sounds like Robocop. (laughs) But when you say do not Not comply to what? Do not comply
1: to stupid rules which is pretty much what I've done for the last two years. So I ignored lockdown rules. I saw my family. Wow. Uh, Because I saw the rules. The
2: government ignored
1: lockdown rules, didn't they? Well, exactly. And they they ignored the rules because they realised that the threat wasn't what they were telling us it was. Uh, And I knew that the threat wasn't what what they were telling us it was. Uh, That's what I believed from the people that I'd spoken to, the evidence that I'd seen. Um, And so I decided to make my own decision about what risks I would take as to whether or not I would see my family. Um, uh, And so, yeah, uh, I I haven't complied with their ridiculous suggestions. Uh, I didn't get coerced into taking a Um, And I stand up for myself every day.
2: And if, if they knew it wasn't as serious as they were making it out to be and they were breaking their own rules, then why were those rules put in place? Exactly right, and that's what people who
1: have been going along with the the whole cult nonsense, um, I like to call it. Uh, that's a question that they should be asking themselves.
2: But then you get round a conspiracy theorists. You, you
1: you complied to all the rules, and the people that were making the rules are laughing in your face, and you're still listening to them. You've got to be stupid. You've really got to be stupid. Honestly, the, the people who made the rules disregarded all the rules. Now, if that doesn't wake you up to the nonsense of government, then I don't know what will.
2: What I find outrageous is that there were people who couldn't see their dying loved ones because Absolutely. of these rules. Yet and there's drink and vomit, the monthly. monthly basis in... Government, and yet all these people will still be in power. And but what can we do? We, you know, we vote these people in, but it's like, what's uh, the alternative?
1: Uh, yeah, no, that's a that's a very good point. I mean, the alternative is is, is to not vote for any of the major parties, um, because I don't think uh, I think had Labour have been in, it would have probably been even longer lockdowns. Quite frankly, from what uh, we saw of Keir Starmer during all that nonsense. Uh, We literally didn't have a choice as people. We either had lockdowns or we had really severe lockdowns. That was our choices with our political parties. Um, The two-party nonsense in this country is a joke, quite frankly. Um, And so I think the only way you could really make any difference is if everybody turned their votes away from the two major parties and we set up a
2: different political structure. And the likelihood of that happening? Probably about zero. (laughs) Even despite everything that's happened in the world? Well, I mean, there's probably a
1: bigger chance now than there was two years ago. Um, But it would take an incredible amount of will from a whole lot of people. Uh, And at the moment, uh, there are still a lot of people in the country who are still under the spell of the mainstream media. Uh, and will believe everything that the BBC and the Sky News tell them. Um, and while that's the case, there'll, there'll never be any change.
2: So if you enjoyed this, make sure you like the video, subscribe to the channel. If you'd like to watch the full Matt Letizia unfiltered interview, watch it here.
0: So I'll put the link of that video so you can go and see the full interview there for yourself. That's what i like to try and do. Bring you an eclectic mix here on Beyond the News uh, of who we've got. So um, that will do it for today's show. Here's the stuff I never got but two. Uh, GBN panel uh, gets heated over discussions of vaccines. Uh, late BBC presenter was as a supporter of paedophiles. Oh, I imagine my shock. Um, so hopefully we'll get to that next week. If not, you can go and join and see the links for yourself at the Beyond the News Telegram group, which is at beyond the news gym so thanks for listening and thanks to radio alumni for uh, echoing the podcast uh syndicating it i think that's the word i'll get there one day thanks for listening bye